Hello and welcome to the even worse idea of all time, episode four. Yeah. This is a podcast in which we, uh, well, it's, it's a spiritual successor to the worst idea of all time podcast. Uh, the concept is we watch and discuss a film each week. The film is in fact the same film each week and that film is Bad Mums 2. My name is Jamie. I'm Alistair. I am Oliver. Hooray. Oliver is, is separate from us this week, so it's just, just Alistair and... I no sorry me and Alistair mm-hmm. are just uh, 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 we're on our lonesome watched it by ourselves yep. Oliver's on holiday with his, with his family up north in New Zealand how's that going for you Oliver I'm in the uh, the great uh, town of Papamoa and Papamoa yeah you can pronounce it however you want um, you know that's probably not the official you pronounce it correctly but um, you can check it out um, you know it's it's been a good time, but um, I started the day watching this film. Yeah, so, tell us, tell us how your watch of Bad Mums Two went yeah. this week. The fourth watch of Bad Mums Two on your own. How's that? Well, the thing is, uh, last night felt like the perfect time to watch it. I knew that I couldn't really watch it at the exact same time as you boys because, you know, I've got, I, I can't interrupt the, can't derail the family holiday too early. You know, I mean, you can a bit. I can a bit, and I have a bit. I am sitting alone in a garage. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, paint, I, paint a picture of your surroundings. So whenever I come up here, I um I sleep in the garage. Um, I I rather enjoy it. Um, no, it's got, not out of choice. Ron just forces him to. <laughs> Ron is Oliver's father. For those wondering, a real joy to work with. Um, He's no, a solid guy, actually, Ron. Oh look, Shout I like out to you. I'm on a mattress, right, shunted right into the corner. It, why? It could are, be. No, but why? Why are you sleeping in the garage? Why? Could presumably there's room for you in the house. Um, the only other option would be a room with a bunk bed, okay. and I'm not into that. That's not my no. vibe. You know, when I was ten, <laughs> I, I, I bunk beds are cool. Uh, they're not cool. Even you know, I wouldn't have to share it with someone, but it would be creaky and it would be weird. Yeah, and, I, I, and, I don't like. I don't like. Uh, being in a bunk bed on your own, I don't want to be on the top bunk. That feels weird. I don't want to be on the bottom because then you've got the kind of, you know, just that thing looming over the top of you. I just don't like I don't like bunk beds, of course. Either, either is an awful circumstance. But here, I've got the best roommates in the world. Uh, a cat and a dog often pop in to join me. Um, <laughs> they can be a, okay, you're you're, you're literally sleeping with the animals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pets are nice, but they can be a liability. Um, they're, they're too bloody enthusiastic. You know, when I'm watching their, watching Bad Mums 2 dead-eyed at 8.30 in the morning, I don't want a, a big dog bounding in. Oliver, did you, his... did you enjoy the film um, this week? No, this was incredibly rough. I was thinking that maybe I'd enjoy it more than any other film. Um, any other film? No. <laughs> That's probably that too was very hard, optimistic but... of you. <laughs> yeah. Any other watch before? Because um, if you if you did graph my enjoyment, I think it would peak at number three. So I was hoping that that lovely thing would just keep going up. A lovely sort of bell curve thing, perhaps. Um, not exponential growth. God, stats is good. Um, no, but it is is plummeted. I hated it. I hated. Um, and it's, it's quite deliberate because last night I felt like it was the perfect vibe for watching the movie. I had a bit of time before I went to bed. I'd had some some beers, but it didn't quite feel in the spirit of the, the show to cheat and watch it then. So I thought, no, what I'll do is I'll watch it the instant I wake up. <laughs> and I did. Well, you're, uh, 
a real martyr to the cause, which is admirable. I tell you what, we we do, we didn't have an awful time. Uh, we, you know, there, there, there were um, there were jokes and, and conversation flying throughout. Definitely was it? Yeah, like you say, definitely peaked at number three. And um, there's been a, it was a noticeably more difficult film to watch today. Yeah, I think for me, the energy was still pretty good. I think until there were there were still some good bits. There yeah. were still some laughs to be had. Um, oh, yeah. Christine Baranski continues to fire on all cylinders. Um, but no, it's it's the scene started to feel a bit longer. Um, oh, there's the, 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 the pacing can be really fucked in this. Film. Um, the montages were getting me a bit this week. Yeah, yeah we counted out how yeah. many we counted out how many montages there are in this film, and there are six. Yeah, oh, there are six montages in this film. Yeah, right uh, points up, in the film right where they the just um, they. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> sorry, you go. No, no, you go, Oliver. Yes, um, and yeah, the film opens with a montage. Yeah, that's the one that the, the one that really got me was that first. I don't know if it's the first montage. You're apparently the experts on the montages now, but um, the uh, Mila Kunis playing with her kids with this flower that oh, made me look. actively angry. Yeah, it's like Alice just, yeah. said, I fucking hate oh, that. Hey, hey, um, we're on the same page here, Oliver, because I was just about to talk about how much I hate that. And I love that the the Little Mix song that was playing throughout is the only redeeming feature. But it is this? It's like twenty seconds. There is no. I tell you what, it's a, it. I don't it's a sad state of affairs when a little mix song is the only redeeming factor. Uh, I've been listening to them a lot recently. Real joy to work with. Although the touring <laughs> schedule is punishing. <laughs> what <laughs> get some rest. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> you know, you got to put your mental health above all else. Yeah. So, sorry. Have you got any more observations on the montages? That, but yeah, that was. Um, I don't know. I just want to talk about why I hate that food fight scene. It's just because food fights don't happen like that. Oh, it's not. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so 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 forced. And to an extent, I think it's just the fact that the children is shit. Have any of us actually ever been in a food fight? Oliver yeah. threw a drink bottle at me once. <laughs> <laughs> it made okay. me bleed. I don't know. Seriously. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that counts. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it does. Um, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's certainly an interesting story. <laughs> but, but, like, just... Uh, that's like, <laughs> hey, Oliver, can you give me my drink bottle? And then he threw it into my nose. <laughs> I remember I once I once hid around the corner from a friend and then jumped out and he and he punched me square in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic prank. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I got a bleeding nose from that. A, a classic prank. He was a friend that smelt quite bad and he also had green hair. Was it Riley Phillips? <laughs> okay, it's not. It's not. It's not You're an entire unprofessional. You can bleep that out afterwards. I'm not going to bleep it out. Fair I don't enough. think. I don't think I have been in a food fight, but every time I watch them, I, I really hate the concept. It doesn't seem fun. You're making a mess. Well, that's, hey. the, th- that's the thing. Who's cleaning that up after? T- tell you what's a great concept. The film Food Fight. No, no. no we're not getting <laughs> into the film about? Food Fight. Listen to the Dogcast to find but, out. No, we're not doing cross-pollination. Of well, we can absolutely promote <laughs> absolutely our password. Yeah. We are geniuses at the podcast. Look, Get your hands off my Dogcast. There's no point in hitching ourselves and stealing the idea of a more successful podcast <laughs> if we can't chill for our crappy, unsuccessful one. Okay. So just, just to... Hey, all right, look. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Okay. Um, I just want to talk briefly about something that we didn't mention last week um, Shoot, because I think that's it. relevant to my experience this week. Last week, there was a, a curious um, phenomenon where... I sort of glazed over while watching the film and was definitely watching the screen, but 
are not necessarily aware of taking in any specific Was this when thing. I was talking to you and trying to point out something that's happening on screen and you just completely ignored me, is it? Yeah, and I heard about this afterwards and was horrified. At one point, Jamie was trying to make a point about the children being in a scene that we weren't sure about and shouting, the children are here, the children are here, and tapping my leg. I have no memory of this. Um, yeah, you completely blanked me. I only know it happens because well, he's I, I was me. tapping. You guys were arguing I, about I noticed that the children It's because were you guys, this is a callback to episode three of this podcast, it's because you guys were arguing about the start time of the Nutcracker. Which, and so I, it's still very much... Up in the air. It's not up in the okay. air, it's in the fucking ground. That one can be explained away, but there was also a moment where um, you were telling me to look at the extra in the back of the shot, and nobody else was talking, so I had no reason not to look at the extra. And bo- once again, both of you missed that. Neither of you were talking. I know. <laughs> no, I, but I, I noticed, it. I heard you. But did you see it? Well, no, but that's mainly because I was ignoring <laughs> you. But I, I, I heard you saying No, that. I heard you say look at the extra, but my brain refused. Like, I thought, I should probably look at the extra now, and, and just, it didn't happen. Well, it's nice to know that I'm part of the team. So that was a bit of a scary watch, but this time, of course, alone, um, I felt like I was much more attuned to everything that was going on. There was no escape. It was in my um, earphones on a laptop. Well, to be fair, there's also less chance for you to burst into song with Jamie and sing over lots of dialogue. Look, Alistair, we still talked over a hefty amount of the film. Oh, let's, let's yeah, we did. Two, so no two thirds of the way I was singing to myself. I was substituting <laughs> lyrics in Maroon 5 songs. You've got to stop with the Maroon 5. It's not good for you, Oliver. It would be a perfect remix if they call it What Mothers Do. Um, no, but uh, this really did feel like a five-hour film. Um, I struggled immensely. Okay, want, well... <laughs> yeah, tell me about your, your friendship strengthening your watch. No, no, no. I was going to give my hot take on um, why the movie feels so long. Yeah. That's not what I asked I I think well, that's not what you're going to fucking get. Yeah, okay, so, um, <laughs> you're not here, bud. So you can't control yeah, the way well, this is going. Try and stop me. Um, what? There is okay. This and on the face of it, this is kind of sorry. Uh, just to interrupt you, Alistair, if I can. What are you drinking on? I'm oh, chugging what? some um some apple applesauce. Applesauce. Oh yeah, as so I actually do. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, it's homemade. It's it's it's. It's, it's not meant to be drunk like a. Yeah, surely, smoothie. surely you're supposed to put it on some kind of food. Uh, well, does it look like I'm doing that? All right. No, if you're not here. Clearly, you that's don't why need I brought to police that. my actions. I love. I it. do. Probably it makes my teeth police. feel tingly. I feel like a little little rabbit. <laughs> Is that how? okay? That's potentially unhealthy. You keep, you keep going with that, Alice. Sorry, well, well, Oliver spoons apple sauce out of this jar and directly into I wish his we mouth. Could, I wish we could have some video evidence of what Oliver is actually well, doing I record, right now. I record everything I do, so I'll send that through to you. That would be fantastic. Thank you. No, but there are, there are a lot of scenes in this movie. Mm. And not just like scenes where, you know, like characters have a few lines of dialogue... But like explicit, distinct kind of episode ep- episodes in the f- in the film, almost like little skits. Almost, yeah. That's that's how we we discussed it. But it's like you've got the caroling scene, and then you go to like the sky zone scene, and then there's the food camp, like the therapist scene. Yeah. It's like all these kind of quite distinct um, things, and it just breaks up the flow of the movie. So it's kind of like, oh yeah, we're into this now, and then this, and then but this. It breaks up the flow of the film because the, because the scenes move by so rapidly. You know, mm. you're thrown so much shit is being thrown in your face at every fucking second mm. that when it gets to the scenes that actually slow down and take their time, it feels like 
an absolute age is passing in front of your eyes. Mm. Like, it, the first, you know, you, you get to the the film is going so fast, and then we and then we hit this massive fucking speed bump when we get to the point where um, Catherine Hahn, who I'm going to call, I'm going to call her Khan from now on, nice little portmanteau of the of the two names, the first and last name. So Khan is waxing uh, this man's, you know private area mm. and the scene goes on for it's, it's it's probably only like a fucking three minute scene maybe yeah five tops but it's just because every other scene has is flashed by at a rate of knots <laughs> to be that fair that goes just, it just drags yeah it's not um, just the comparison to the other ones though it's, it's the fact that that is built upon one premise which is that it's a bit weird for them to be romantically falling for each other while you know in this unconventional situation also well, Alistair not- and I were discussing it's she's the only character in this film that gets like a B plot everybody else literally just has one they have well, one she doesn't have ah. that much going on with her mother really it's like oh yeah her mother's shit and then it's like okay and then they do pretty pretty much nothing to resolve that she gives her some money at one point it is true yeah it's, it's I don't know I feel like so there's not as much there Kunis, that they work with the other characters literally their only arc is that they're having issues with their mother but then well, for yeah, some yeah, reason yeah, but, Catherine Hahn gets that and this weird plot line where she's dating a, a stripper Santa I, I appreciate that though I, I I haven't really thought about it in that context, but um, it's nice that it's not all about the, the mums thing. I guess the other guys have stable relationships. I mean, obviously there are other issues they could have, but um, yeah. No. Well, I mean, we could have done it, done a bit. Oh, actually, that said, maybe this was in the first film. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say um, they could have done more to kind of flesh out Khan's relationship with her son. I oh, <laughs> flatmate just arrived. Um. Because we kind of are told, like, wow, you really love your son because she gets some kale chips or something. But, yeah. like, at the same and at the same time, it does seem like they get on quite well. But then there are some scenes where it's just, like, a really grim look at how she seems... Ba- like, her son clearly has some form of disability or, like, special issues. needs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, um, it's a fairly bleak look at a mother, uh, you know, dealing with a special needs child. Yeah, like... When she's ill-equipped to do so. And, like, the, 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 um, the Christmas Day scene is kind of Khan sitting on the couch sipping at some, I don't know, smoothie or, you know, beverage. I think it's like a, a Slurpee or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, she, she had, um, yeah, she does. Yeah, quite it. possibly. Yeah. Uh, she does at the Sky Zone, yes. Which, yeah, I, anyway, but she's just sipping at that looking really fucking distraught and her son is, I don't know, opening Ziploc bags which he gave her last year and being quite happy with it. And it's is like, that, well, this uh, is a he's pretty... He's actually opening a used baseball glove he, which is he, his own baseball glove that his mother gives him every year. And then he does open Ziploc bags as well. But, um, um, yeah. Anyway, but like, I don't know. Like, it seems like there's depth to that relationship, which wasn't plumbed <laughs> at all. And instead, we got some stripper with weird collarbones who can't actually dance or act. Uh, yeah, he can act. I don't, I don't think. Nah, if there's any it. film that's gonna, you know, delve into, you know, underprivileged mothers dealing <laughs> with special needs children, nah, that's what this I don't film think. Bad been. Mums Two is the one to do it. Shall we get into our shining lights for this week? Yeah, let's. Oliver, do you want? Do you have anything you want to? Um, want to hit us with? Yeah, mine was mine was early on. I laughed <laughs> massively at um, at, at Kristen 
Kristen Bell's child drinking the water underneath the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. yeah. Just because I... Can we dig into that? Yeah, we can dig into that. Keep, keep going. Oh, well, you know, th- thank you for allowing me. Um, <laughs> I just had a very visceral sort of thought about about the taste. Like, I could taste it in my mouth, all the pine and the soil and, and just the water, and it can't be doing that again well, any good. That's what we're wondering. Why, if surely, if, if the tree is sort of, you know, is what I picture and it's the tree and it's sitting in a pot of soil, if the child is able to, to get on his hands and knees and drink the water from that, surely that tree is well overwatered. I mean, um, you know, usually when you look at a plant in soil, there's not, you know, like you, there's not you a visible layer of water there. The, the soil absorbs it. Obviously, because you'd keep like a flower or something in a jar of water to keep it a bit fresh. But would would you do the same with a tree? Yeah, is that what I don't I don't think you do. I'm, you I'm, might, I'm you showing might do. my ignorance. Here. I can't claim to be some kind of I'm, uh, yeah, expert, like I'm no arborist. But when you have a Christmas tree, I don't think you generally have it with a lot of soil at its base in the house. I think you you cut it. No, and you, but, you might no, chuck but you it put it little... in some kind. Usually, the, the way I picture it, I think Christmas you're just chucking water by itself. I think that's what I remember. Okay. I, for some reason, I picture mm. it in a, in a pot with soil. Hey, uh, if any if any American listeners out there want to maybe oh, maybe hit us up on our Facebook page the even worse idea of all time trees and tree care maybe tell us tell us what's the deal with your Christmas trees I don't and think we've soil. Had a Christmas tree for three years my, my sister made one out of balloons this year it was, I was astounded at her creativity and sort of disgusted because you know you could be doing cool stuff out on the street very weird <laughs> uh, my shining light uh, this week was uh, Cheryl Hines character which is Kristen Bell's mother believe it or not Sandy Sandy is the character's name we discovered that this week hang um, on oh, oh. right yeah, Cause, yeah. S- Sandy Kristen Bell's mother in the film uh, has a recurring gag where at three or oh, four no. points in the film she uh, sort of leans in and sniffs people's hair mm. and it's you know it's a subtle little thing you know it's it's, it's not often the, the focal point of a joke but it's, it's just a little character Trait that slips in there, and um, you know, it really, really adds a lot of courage. She sniffs that isn't her daughter's. Um, she sniffs ice. No, she sniffs no. Christine Bransky's hair. I'm pretty yeah, at sure the end when the they're scene. Well, a lot of people, Oliver, but you it's... could give it a go. But I, I feel like you might, you know, get into some murky water there, some restraining orders, perhaps. <laughs> um, I, 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 I wouldn't know. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I, that I have sniffed Christine Bransky's hair, mm. uh, but I'm just saying that you know, uh, you know, may, may, maybe I've, I've gotten into trouble with that kind of thing in the past. It's not true. <laughs> really, uh, you guys really. There was a lot of dead air there. Gave me a hard so, uh, it's, it's hard to know when to speak, but I do appreciate what you've just said, and I don't, I don't <laughs> like you to feel that I've left it hanging. I appreciate. No, I, I like you it as well. I thought it was a solid say. gag. Good delivery. I was just, I was just kind of sitting in, I don't know, a bit of quiet admiration. To for be it. honest, I was in sort of. Yeah, I tell you, I'll tell you something that's great on the podcast: is quiet admiration. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, Oliver, I completely missed what you said there. Buddy. No, that's fine. I missed you as well. So um, that'll be a real treat when we listen back because I'm not going <laughs> to okay. ask you to repeat yourself. That would be bad, <laughs> no, bad right. content, uh, but I hope it was good. Alistair, I what was so. your shining light this week? My shining light, I think, um, it's a bit of a tough one because this is a moment in the film which I do enjoy. But there was also one early on which I thought, oh, yeah, that's my shining light. I've got that, and that's nice and early. And then I forgot it <laughs> moments later. Um, but it could have been this one. Anyway, <laughs> when um, Sandy arrives at Kristen, Kristen Bell's Bell. house... Kiki is her name. Kiki, the yeah, the at Kiki's house. Um, she, like, reveals this sweater she's got made of her, which is horrible from a design standpoint. It's got, like... 
I don't know, clashing colours and mm. some kind oh, of. It's, 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 there's nothing salvageable in that design. No, it's just um, it's not it's not good at all. And like, it's got a, a picture of Kiki's body on with a huge hat. Anyway, and her body is not present. It is. Oh, we're talking about the, the earlier one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this, yeah. this is the joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. not the pyjamas, no. Um, and she, like, points it out, and he's like, oh, yeah. And here's, you know, your boo, and then the other one, which came in a few years later. And um, Kiki <laughs> says, oh, you just got here. Let's not talk about my breasts. And her delivery is, um, I mean, I'm not doing it justice, <laughs> but it is it is good. Hey, you I know, like listen, it. Listeners out there will just have to watch the film. Actually, that's something we've never, never touched on. Tim and Guile, as, say, you know, this sort of calling card in the worst idea of all time podcast is telling the listeners to not watch the film would we recommend that people watch bad mums too um i don't think there's much genuine merit to it no um i would say no i would say i would i mean look um hopefully by the end it um we will have you know kind of had enough reoccurring gags I mean, I know for me, watching Grown Ups 2 for the first time was hilarious just because there were so many bits which finally made sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I only saw it after I the, think... listening to the podcast. But, like, I wouldn't say this is, like, a painful movie to no, get through. No, certainly You're not. You're probably, it's... basically, no, you're probably just time. wasting, like an hour and a bit of your life yeah like if you, if, if you were with a group of friends and for you know for whatever reason they said hey let's go see Bad Mums 2 or Bad Mums Christmas as it is known in the US uh, you know you're not gonna I don't think you'll regret your time there it's a it's, it's you a might regret brisk, your choice of friends it's a pretty you should uh, it's a pretty brisk film uh, and you know you, you're gonna come out you're not gonna be angry sure sure like yeah anything. I don't think it's gonna you know hurt you but equally you know do something better with your time. Hey, Oliver, so, you know, since you're apart from us, we've discussed that maybe it'll be good... You know, a, a segment that they have on the worst idea of all oh, time... sorry, before no, we get oh, to this... Okay. No, I, I'm keen for this segment, but okay. if this gets away from us another week, then it's going to upset me. Okay. Um, so, Mila Kunis's children, Amy, yep. Amy's children... Ah, uh, yes. They are terrible... <laughs> I hate basically everything that they do. Um, one of the worst things about them is the scene where Christine Baranski is setting up the um, the big Christmas display outside Amy's house, and um, they, they kind of just run into shot, but they clearly weren't inside the house. They they were like I don't know. They were just, just they off just camera. kind of they just like run on uh, like kind of from behind the display, but it's really not clear where they were or why they had any reason to be there. And the running they do is shit, and I hate it. And it's a it ruins what's otherwise a good scene. Certainly a well-founded argument there. Uh, so <laughs> what I was going to get into here is that on the original Worst Idea of All Time podcast, Tim and Guy, the hosts, do a segment in which whenever they have a guest on. They sort of set up a little improv scenario oh, where. Thought, oh, okay. No, what were you going to say? Gonna, are you trying to wrap things up? Well, not necessarily. I'm just saying let's get into the segment. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that okay with you? Uh, yeah. Have you got other things you want to say before we get into this? No, we can say I've got other things I definitely want to say, but I'll do it after. Okay. Because I'm feeling really, really alone right now, and I think okay. I want to get my fucking okay. okay. Honestly, so, watching the two of you is making me so angry. <laughs> we had a great time. We had Skittles. We did hey, have Skittles, on. that is true. Mm. Uh, so the segment is whenever they have a guest on, 
Tinnin guy pretend to be studio <laughs> big, big Hollywood studio, studio executives, and they get the guest uh, to come in and pitch them a sequel to the film. Right, mm. so so we thought Oliver. You know, well, we, I say we thought Oliver. You wanted to, do this. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you know, somewhat a guest, I guess, this week because you're apart from us. Because you're so you know, alone. Uh, you know, maybe we could we could do that. Alistair and I, Hollywood bigwigs. Uh, you know, we've set up a meeting here. You are, you know, you can tell us who you are. You're coming in to to pitch us something. It's going to be a sequel to Bad Mums 2. I guess we as executives don't know that. But, uh, you, we might. We're well informed. <laughs> hey, don't make character choices to beforehand. You yeah, can say, well, as we'll, you we'll, go. We'll get into this. We'll get into it. That's, that's the joy of the segment. I've already written up a backstory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't want to get us started there. Please knock. come in. Get, oh, thank, thank you very much. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Hi. Uh, yeah, hello. What's uh, your name? I, I'm Oliver Paul. I'm a New Zealander. Shit I'm name. I Look, pitched the first Alistair, let's not. I know we've got a kind of good got bad got thing going here, but I think just <laughs> insulting the nah. man's name right off the bat. I know, I know we're very high powered individuals, but I think Look, I've just got on a, the humane level, that's quite cruel. I've got a lot of cocaine and not a lot of patience, so <laughs> I'm sorry, but you no, no, have to make this good if you want me to overcome <laughs> the the visceral hatred which your name conjures in me. No, that's just that's this, just this this thing. Up a lot. Um, I just feel like it shouldn't it shouldn't influence my my pitch. You know, no, no, I, I've been the... saddled with this name, and it, there's nothing I can do about it. Well, um, you could change it, but that, that, that's you know that's by the by. Oliver Paul, was it? Would you like to uh, you know what, what have you got for us? We are busy people. We've got several other meetings after you. What can you what can you give us? What hot piece of property are we going to be making a lot of money off? Well, um, I, I assume you're both familiar with the, the Bad Moms franchise. I'm not. I'm not you, at all. What is that? You greenlighted both the first two films. Uh, I was in this office with you. Do you not recall this? I only did that on the strength of one scene with Christine Baranski, so... I have early I onset dementia, familiar. so I, I don't remember much. I'm aware I'd, you weren't fully lucid, um, but I thought to you, be might, frank, you might... I don't know how I got here. That's fine. That's fine. What Bad Moms is about as a franchise, the real, um, the real heart of it is making a lovely old profit for the studio. We want to make a, a movie really cheaply and quickly. Well, you're, one, you're speaking my language. <laughs> the last one, yeah, yeah. Cantonese. <laughs> <laughs> is that Cantonese? As I said, the early onset dementia. I don't know what's going on. Please continue. Oh, that, that's why. That's why I come to you all the time. Um, <laughs> no, look. We, we 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 want to to make a profit. That's the basic thing, and I think I've got a way that the third movie can be the best of all time in this particular field. A, th- a third. So you're pitching to us a third bad mums film. Is that is that right? Absolutely. It's it's been about a, about two months since we put out the last one. I think we could uh, rush release. How quickly, how quickly we'll be able to get number three out? Well, I'm thinking we could chuck a Halloween theme on it, chuck it out in October, but frankly, it could be ready to go by February if you wanted. Um, (laughs) That works for me. I mean, that's, you know, obviously I want money sooner, but perhaps it would be good if we could capitalise on, you know, the time in which the film's actually set. What about Valentine's Day? That's in February. Oh, slap a bit of. I mean, I don't want to completely there. derail what your concept is. But How about we do a Halloween special? Chuck it out in Valentine's Day. That sounds good love to me. What's the can? And in my experience, always is horror. Yeah, that's. I agree with that. Uh, what? What's this film all that's about? A, that's a strong concept for a film. <laughs> <laughs> well, if 
you if you if you if you'd let me bloody speak for one minute. Um, you got. You have thirty seconds. seconds. Oh. <laughs> All right, it's Halloween. No, please continue, the, girls, sir. The, the three girls that we know, they are out trick or treating in their own inimitable way. They, you know, they're, they're getting their breasts out. It's quite frankly inappropriate. <laughs> they are making quite the scene. Why are they trick or treating as, as adults? Can I ask that? Well, these guys are wacky. They are they guys or are they girls? Conventionally, uh, they are they are guys and girls. I am gender. I don't see gender. I don't see race. I don't see anything. Um, Neither do I, but that's partly because of the cataracts. (laughs) They're unable to move on from the Halloween of their childhood. That's the the main thrust of the thing. They are emotionally stunted women. And they are out trick-or-treating, but they are doing it in the adult way. They get a call from the son of... What what do we call her now? Because this happened when I was away. Oh wait, no, you're you're executive. Um, from Christine Hahn's son, who is Catherine. I think you'll find the actress's name is Catherine Hahn. Now, <laughs> we we studio no, big leagues. We don't have time to say two names, so we like to mash it together into just Khan. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, also a big, I'm also a big Star Trek fan, and so there's a character called Khan. Keep that to yourself when you just seem cool in front of this <laughs> impressionable young filmmaker. You I know, am look, cool. You guys seem, you seem really Look at cool. these corduroy pants. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing great corduroy pants and corduroy jackets. There's all corduroy in here. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm My so granddaughter excited. told me that corduroy's very in right now. <laughs> So, look, the best part of the first two movies is that Catherine Hahn's son is mentally challenged. We love a laugh, and we love a laugh like at other people's expense. pretty fucking borderline yeah, shit to work like with there, man. dangerous territory for films which are only supposed to, I don't know, attract us lots of money through marginal star power. I'm sorry, I, 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 I don't see the problem here. We laugh at people who are different to us. That's, that's the foundation of, of Hollywood. That is true. Correct I do hate people who are different from me. Continue. He phones up. He says, I've been bloody kidnapped. He, he says it. He says it in his voice. I'm not going to do it because... Um, Probably. Could you please do it? <laughs> I, would, I would... As the executive been, in the situation, I've, I would I've love only, it if you do it. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> I've gone and been kidnapped by your mom. But the thing about it is the speakerphone is on. So they're all talking to him and deriding him. They're all going, hey, you can't even speak properly. So when he says your mum, it could refer to any of the three women. You got me? Uh, no, so one, of the, so one of the three women, so one he, of the three bad mums has, yeah, has, has kidnapped. Mom. Do we mean the grandmothers yeah, or, the, yes. or the mums? Absolutely. Can I we make a Christine wild Bransky? guess? And, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say Christine Bransky is the one that kidnapped him, isn't she? Oh, we don't know. Because the thing about it is <laughs> it's like, going to be a does... mystery and it's going to be a choose-your-own-adventure format. <laughs> How's so that going to work at a cinema, my ass? That's going to revolutionise film. We're going to have to build some bigger cinemas because they go into the I'm first cinema for the first part of the film. Then if they, they decide either if they want to follow the Christine thread or the other two moms. So then they go into cinema two, three, or four to watch the second part of the film. Um, Because the mums are like, oh, we should go to one of their houses and confront, because if they've stolen our child, that's a a big deal. Who should we go to? And then the audience choose, and they go to to another cinema in the same I'll tell you what. You, you this sounds like disruptive, a logistical nightmare, totally. but I'm 100% in. How much money do you need? I need, 
I, I, I don't need a lot because what we're going to do is um, Christine's not open to doing another film. Um, what we're going to do is we've made a deal with the, the producers of Mamma Mia 2. What we can just do is just play that film, just say it's part of Bad Moms 3. Um, so that's the Christine segment covered. We can put a Halloween filter over it. I've, I've yeah, talked no, to people at Facebook. That's um, bloody good. Chuck some Halloween, you know, jack-o'-lanterns on there. Really spook mm. it up. So that's, like that's, that's sorted for Christine. So that is, you know, no money at all. You like that? Yeah, I, yeah. T- I tell you, we'll, 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 we'll thumbs up, we'll fund it. What's the title of the film? The title of the film, well, we're going to call it Bad Moms 3 in um, every country except New Zealand. We we're going to call it Some Mothers Do Ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. Sounds good. Look, thank you, Oliver, for your time today. We have to ask uh, you yeah, to leave. Thank yeah, you. No, get get, get uh, out. Um, and take your shit name with you. My, <laughs> my that's not, that's not my... Be quiet. <laughs> My own you can add, you can st- you can stay at my house. I'm very lonely. I live there on my own. My grandkids won't talk to me. My only condition uh, for funding this film is that you change your horrible name. But as long as you're willing to do that, I'll 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 throw you as much money as you need. I want you to change your name to Gracchus Perineum. And with that, there's the door. Thank you. A good Goodbye. signal, guys. Um, <laughs> what I want to say is that is, um, is this my part of a gag anymore? No, oh, we're yeah, done. We're done. Okay, yeah. yeah, we are going to need to wrap this up pretty quickly, guys. Mm. Where are you going? I got. I got to head to work. I'm going to a sort of market. Oh, sounds good. I'll end. I'll end on my low light. Yeah, do so. I found the scene in which there was a, a fat stripping Santa existentially horrifying. It felt I can like agree. something that has been part of of every day of my life watching it this morning there was this utter dread it's a bad scene regardless and it's, it's not it's, you know, fat shaming is is not something the movie had really done it's, it's this whole new market for the film and it horrifies me that scene it feels wrong well, you sound very down. I am, I'm um, really down, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll call it there. I do want to have... I have one last thing to say, actually, Oliver. That's that's to you. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier online, and you said you discovered a new line from Christine in this film that, we, that had passed you by before. Yeah. I want to see if I can make a guess now as to what I think the line you heard was. Okay. It comes at, at the very end of the film. Ooh. Yes. It's, Christ- it's Christmas morning. Oh. Christine, Christine, throughout the film, <laughs> keeps mistaking uh, Mila Kunis's boyfriend for a <laughs> for some kind of servant, um, and keeps forgetting his name. She hugs him, she embraces him, she finally seems to recognise him, and she says, "Merry Christmas, Jesus." That's great, Zine. Uh, Is uh, that yeah. the line? Nope. No. What's the oh, line, Pater? <laughs> It's, it's great to discover that we've both individually discovered Christine moments, though. It's there are it's, a few lines me and Jamie um, only saw this watch. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've forgotten a lot of them. But but when um, Catherine Hahn hugs and sort of gets all sexy with the guy who's just done the stripping, and Christine yeah. says, Khan? "Go for it, dude." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. I heard that's that not, in the first that's watch. Not very actually, Christine. So I just no, it's not. But that's the beauty of it. That's the that's the character arc. She's, she's gone to that point. She's now like yeah. a, a Californian mm. surfer. Dude. Hey, look, we'll call it there. Uh, thanks for listening if you did. Don't if you want, me. hit us up on the Facebook page. Give us a like. It's uh, the even worse idea of all time. Uh, but other than that... Yeah, just, um, <laughs> no. I don't know, enjoy the new year, I suppose. That's nearly a yeah, Happy new year. Happy, happy new year. Well, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.